All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Brought to you by IIFL Securities, India's leading broking firm. Good morning. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 7th of March. The Income Tax Department has issued guidelines to its assessing officers to further scrutinize the financials of 87,000 persons who made high-value deposits during demonetization. These assessees were asked for additional information but have not responded to the Tax Department's queries, according to a government official who spoke to Bloomberg Quint on the condition of anonymity. India's unemployment rate rose to a two-year high in February, according to the Centre for Monitoring Indian Economy. The metric, which reflects the portion of the labour force that is unemployed, stood at 7.2% last month, according to a CMI report. That's much higher than the 5.9% unemployment rate in February 2018 and 5% in February 2017. There is a high possibility that India's GDP growth will come in at below 7% in 2019-20, according to Nomura, despite aiding factors like low oil prices and an expansionary budget. In other news, India is exploring various options including approaching the World Trade Organization to counter the US's decision to withdraw import incentives for about 2,000 domestic goods under the Trade Preference Scheme That's according to a PTI report. In other news, the Central Bureau of Investigation has sought more documents from ICICI Bank relating to loans worth 1,875 crore rupees given to the Videocon Group during the tenure of its former chief executive, Chanda Kochar. Officials told PTI this yesterday. Now, ratings agency S&P Global Ratings has said that Bharti Airtel's proposed rights issue of up to 25,000 crore rupees is not enough to stabilize its credit rating. There is a negative outlook, which is an indication of a rating downgrade. This takes into account renewed competition and higher capital spending by the company that will keep its debt levels high, according to the rating agency. In international news, European Central Bank officials are getting ready to cut their economic forecasts by enough to justify another round of loans for banks, which would help ease financial conditions on the continent. The forecasts won't be official till President Mario Draghi unveils them after policymakers meet later today. U.S. equities fell to a three-week low on concern about the outlook for growth after fresh data pointed to a slowing economy before a key jobs report that comes out on Friday. Energy and healthcare companies led losses on the S&P 500 index, sending the gauge towards its worst week of the year after reports showed that the U.S. trade deficit widened in 2018 to a 10-year high and private companies added fewer employees than analysts had forecasted last month. The index ended lower by 0.6%. The Dow and Nasdaq, meanwhile, lost 0.5% and 0.9% respectively. Asian stocks have once again started the session mixed. The Nikkei in Japan was trading weak, down about 0.8%, while the Australian benchmark was marginally positive. The Kospi in South Korea was lower by about a tenth of a percent last I checked. 
Just to wrap things up from my end before I hand it over to Darshan, the rupee gained against the dollar yesterday by 0.3% and ended at 70.28. The yield on the 10-year government bond, meanwhile, ended at 7.39%, largely unchanged from the previous close. Now here's Darshan Mehta with the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Darshan, how are the equity markets looking this morning? Hi Alex, good morning. Good morning everyone. The global queues don't seem to be too well. US was down, Asia is trading with a negative bias and the SGX Nifty currently is trading flat. But some of the stocks that you need to watch out for, watch out for Endurance Technologies. The counter was down over 8% in trade yesterday because of the OFS. Now the non-retail quotas got oversubscribed by 4.6 times. Today the retail portion of the OFS opens. Biocon receives 6 observations under the Form 483 for the Bangalore facility from the US FDA. It was a pre-approval inspection by the US FDA by a NDA that was submitted by the company. The inspection took place between 25th Feb to 5th March and Biocon says it is confident of addressing these observations. Scient has been selected by the UK Power Network to develop an outage planning portal. Details in terms of how big this order is, is not given. LT Foods will invest 20 crores via preferential share issue in subsidiary Dawat Foods. The investment is to strengthen the balance sheet of Dawat and improve the current ratio. A small cap company called Apollo Trico Tube starts production at Karnataka Manufacturing Facility, having an installed capacity of 75,000 MTPA. OBC will be in focus. RBI has levied a penalty of 2 crores because of the delayed implementation of the SWIFT-related operational controls. HFCL bags a 117 crore order for the supply of optical fibre cables from Tata Projects. Asian Granito raises 90 crores by way of issue of convertible warrants to promoter and non-promoter group entities. Lupin will be in focus. The USFD has updated the status of the Lupin's uh, Indoor Unit 3 to voluntary action initiated. UBS said that the VAI status for Indoor potentially clears the way for uh, inhaler products. Everready Industries in focus because of a bulk deal. DSP Mutual Fund sold in 3% stake in the company. The buyers include India Opportunity Growth Fund, OHM Enterprises and OHM Juniper Fund. Lux Industries will be in focus. Abacus Growth Fund bought in 1.2% stake in the company. In terms of brokerages, Watch out for IDFC Bank. Morgan Stanley has cut the target price of IDFC First Bank to 30 from 35. They maintain an underweight. They are saying that the merger should help faster loan book realization. The ROE of 13 to 15% is much farther away than the 5 to 6 years guided by the management. And the valuation of a one-time price to book is expensive. The risk reward is poor and expensive valuation versus peers leaves no margin for error. CLSA has come out with a note on Z Entertainment. They are saying that the management change is unlikely post the stake sale. Z strategic stake sale will be likely at a premium and they retain a buy as the stock is trading at a 15% discount to the 10-year average valuation. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website bloombuckquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Darshan and thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.